0: it's episode 61 sorry about the little uh little delay last week but I am feeling better mostly my throat may give out at some point but it doesn't hurt anymore um so if I sound a little you know um froggy that that's why <laughs> no
1: you don't sound too bad honestly like uh, I feel like
0: it will progressively get worse like as we record like as it goes on like by the end I'm gonna be like hello <laughs> what are they selling chocolate <laughs> it's gonna be me um but yeah how's your week been
1: it's been good it's been uh fairly chill and i nice having like labor day off and um wasn't too busy work-wise this week and yeah it's really it nothing like too crazy going on
0: thrilling stuff yeah
1: by the awesome. way uh, i did want to bring something up because i don't really want to add them to third corner but Mm. My friend's a big Dallas Cowboy fan. So he watched the game last night. Okay. Uh, this is for recording on Friday. Uh, yeah. They played uh, Dallas played Tampa Bay. Oh, I and think Andrew
0: like- watched that game last night too. He was definitely at a bar with some bros doing something last night. So I assume he also watched the game. <laughs> Clearly I'm very informed. <laughs> I'm like, Dude, I don't know. He like wasn't home.
1: <laughs> the entire like 30 minutes leading into the game was like a sports thirst corner for tom brady
0: oh man like
1: i've never seen like heterosexual men thirst over someone so much yeah and he doesn't look bad i'm not criticizing tom brady but like dear god like every announcer would be like he's 44 and by god he's still got it and i'm like yes you've said that like five times already (laughs) thank you we
0: know how old he is Thanks. I also, I just love the concept of like in athletics how it's like, oh my God, he's 40. He's basically dead. How is he still moving? <laughs> like,
1: dude, the Olympics actually make that way more depressing because it's like, oh, I like- know.
0: They're like, they're 25. It's time for them to retire. And you're just like, <laughs>
1: yeah that's the worst
0: oh my god they're like the oldest person competing in their category they were 22 and you're just like i'll just fuck off then like i'll just go die
1: yeah there's like one girl who's like 18 doing gymnastics and they're like yeah she'll be 22 next time she probably won't be in as good a shape i'm like
0: fuck off
1: like dear god
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god. I don't even think I got in, like, the best shape of my life until I was, like, 22. Honestly. Me too. Like, I was, like, like tw- damn. I was well
1: past 25 before I, like... Yeah. I, like, uh,
0: yeah. Oh no. <sighs> All right. Well, that's upsetting. But back to reality, I suppose. I'm glad the Olympics are over so we can, like, stop talking about the Olympics. Like, I, I'm not an Olympics person. I don't know. Like, people get so into it. I just don't understand, like, the appeal. It there's a lot of things that i see about the olympics as like very problematic and like Mm -hmm. i'm not particularly proud to be an american these days and just like i don't know i i have have a lot of issues with the olympics
1: hey (laughs) Hey sarah uh la
0: 2028 fucking hell stay far away (laughs) are you
1: excited for everyone invading california like isn't that gonna be fun
0: God think of all the diseases now like that's what's fucked about COVID is like now every time I think of like a large event or something I'm always just like damn think of the rapid transmission rate like think of all those diseases being like cross-populated from other countries like
1: oh well you know what's fucked is like Japan didn't even want to do it and then like, I know the IOC was like nah you got it sorry bro like no
0: I know that's like what's so fucked about it like in places that host the olympics like i listened to a podcast about this actually like you lose tons of money by hosting the olympics you don't make it back in like kind of arbitrary like pr image stuff like you really don't see huge returns on that people are like oh but it like puts you on the global map well i'm sorry but like if you're like a city like la like you're on the global map like you don't need to host the olympics you know it's like stuff like that like it's just it only works very very rarely like it, there was one that was in i don't know greece or something and like for them it worked a little bit to like up tourism or something but not a lot not like a significant return um it's just kind of dumb honestly like the olympics to me just seemed like a huge fucking waste of like money and resources that we could be putting towards other things but like raw raw nationalism you know so i i don't know i have a very cynical view of the olympics anyway
1: (laughs) yeah uh to be honest like i know like there's conspiracy theories out there but literally the ioc like is a conspiracy like real life conspiracy it's literally like a hundred a group of like a hundred rich people who like decide where they're gonna put it so they can like increase their business assets because then they're gonna like build a bunch of hotels and like other shit so like they make a bunch of money off of it so yeah Yeah. it's great
0: yeah no i mean like it's basically run by the illuminati is what you're saying so like yeah it really is like i mean like
1: it's really (laughs) weird for me to say that. the olympics like are the the illuminati
0: basically yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) you heard it here first folks (laughs) um all right, but anyway, I mean, I guess enough with our um, wild conspiracy theories that actually are totally fact today. Um, you wanna get into some stories?
1: Yeah, do. I'm first, aren't, isn't I?
0: <laughs> it do be like that.
1: All righty. Um, so I got another, am I the asshole? The best. Am I the asshole for how I responded after my husband asked why I'm being so unladylike in front of my whole family? Wow. So like right off the top, do you think she's the asshole or not? Like,
0: hmm, let's take a guess here. Please <laughs> continue.
1: Uh, to begin, I'd like to mention that my husband, 39, is the breadwinner. He works in airlines as a pilot, always working. Well, I'm a stay-at-home mom taking care of our home and three kids, five years, three years, and six months. Lately, we've had few arguments with him, complaining about me not taking care of myself looks and being always busy with chores and whatnot. We got invited to my parents' house last night. Once we sat down for dinner, mom's sister and I started talking about preparations for my sister's wedding. My sister talked about her hair, makeup, dress, et cetera. My husband kept giving me looks and raising his eyebrow whenever the words haircut or makeup or new dress got brought up. He decided to pitch in the conversation, started openly criticizing my current look and how unladylike I've become recently, especially after our third child was born. He went on commenting about how much he'd like me to change my hair color, get my nails done, or buy a nice dress to wear like other wives do for once. I was stunned, mouth wide open, and so were my parents. Bill was laughing secretly, and my sister was looking at me head to the toe in a poor sister type way. My husband didn't stop at that and ranted about how I should start taking care of us and be more energetic, positive, outgoing, sexy, and so on and on. Then he looked at me and asked why I've become so unladylike all of a sudden and kept looking at me and whatever happened to you, what changed type of way. I was mad. I loudly said behind every unladylike miserable woman, there's a trashy negative asshole man and pointed out what changed and that it's him not pulling enough weight on childcare, delaying, making excuses and putting house chores upon me constantly while he posts on Facebook about what an amazing work he does to get provide for us. I cook, clean, wash, do laundry, get up with the baby, and feed, and change, and bath, and so on. Here I reminded me that I am the stay-at-home parent, and he's the money maker. I've pointed out that there are lots of dads who are the moneymakers and still do their part as partners and parents. He was stunned, dumbfounded, and everyone was looking at him in an awkward, embarrassing way. He got quiet the rest of the visit, just looking down and avoiding eye contact with everyone in the room. He blew up in the car asking what the hell possessed me to go off on him like that in front of his in-laws, who now have a very false, very misleading impression of him. He said, no matter what happens, I should never share private issues with the family. I reminded him of who brought it up first, and he called me petty for making the scene to get back at him only for giving some innocent and constructive criticism. He's sulking right now, and did I go too far?
0: Wow, wow. Okay. There's only one word here and it's called divorce.
1: Yeah. I don't know
0: like how you come back from this. Like he is horrible. Like what? I just, what? I'm like, I'm offended just hearing this, honestly. I don't know how she puts up with this. And like, did this come out of nowhere? Has he been an asshole all along? Like, were there other red flags? Like there had to be, right? Like there had to be like, this didn't just, flip a switch one night and he like woke up and was like i'm an asshole now you know
1: well she implied that he's been saying like these little nitpicky comments like at home but i guess he this is like the first time like in public he's been like oh you need to like wear a dress and be sexy for me and sit on my lap
0: (laughs) oh my god yeah please leave this asshole like please just leave immediately ew yeah
1: like if he's like sitting at home and like why aren't we having sex like i don't know like do some laundry like watch the kids for a little bit like how about you
0: go do everything that i'm doing and give me some time and then we'll talk like yeah
1: or at the very least like if you're making all the money pay for a babysitter and make them do it like there are like constructive ways to get what you're doing
0: such a great job supporting the family financially then like yeah spring for a fucking nanny or something Mm mm-hmm God. That's so gross. I hate that so much. Ugh. Yeah. All right. So my first one is short but disturbing. Uh, the title is Flight Attendant. Delta Flight from Atlanta to San Diego. I was with relatives and could not stay behind to get your number. As I was about to wish you good night, you walked over to first class. Your soft hair is incredible. Write me
1: hey it's the shitty husband from the first story
0: (laughs) it's him now he's on a flight
1: (laughs) now he's trying to get laid with Uh,
0: first of all I just want to say like flight attendants are fucking going through it right now like they are like basically at the breaking point already they do not need this just leave them alone let them do their job like they have they are literally duct taping people to seats currently like they don't need your shitty ass hitting on them while they're trying to work. Um,
1: also, so that's like just my public
0: service hair. announcement. Yeah, so that's where it really took a turn for me. I'm like, okay, this is creepy enough. He was going to hit on her or whatever. But then he says, your soft hair is incredible. Implying that he felt her hair at some point
1: I just imagine her like getting drinks for everyone on that little cart thingy yes. and him like behind her, like stroking yeah. her like yeah. ponytail
0: or something. Exactly. Like that. Like, I'm literally soft. picturing him like sticking his nose in her hair, like as she's walking past, like I'm horrified. Yeah. So it was creepy enough. And then that just sent me over the edge. Like I, I, I can't like, don't, don't, don't speak to the flight attendant unless spoken to don't touch their fucking hair just like don't like don't do that it just oh so creepy um yeah she will not write you I also don't know what he meant by write me what is this the 1800s like
1: is she gonna get a parchment and the quill and yes like, a, a, a scroll
0: sir, yes like thank I, I you for snipping understand. my
1: hair on the flight I knew you were the one
0: yeah like I'm just like dude what are you looking for here Ugh, I can't Ugh. anyway horrifying
1: so this one that I have is today I fucked up by admitting that I have feelings for my sister's husband.
0: Oh, oh, oh my!
1: Yeah, this okay. is okay. Let me like preface this. This is oddly wholesome.
0: Okay. I don't see how it could be, but I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah. (laughs) I literally don't know how that's possible, but like, go on, you know, (laughs) I
1: did not think it was going to go in this direction and I was stunned. So like, I just wanted to prepare everyone because it it, it takes a turn.
0: This sounds horrible, but I'm excited now.
1: So recently my 21 female sister and me, 28, moved back into our parents' house after leaving her husband, 27, uh, male. We had a chat where she mentioned that her husband barely spends time with her and is no longer the same man she married. She expressed how he no longer was energetic in their relationship and he, how, if, how if he does all the work, in other words, slagging him off. Now, I stayed with my sister and her husband for two months whilst I was going through a rough patch with my parents. Story for another time. I've only moved back with my parents in the past month whilst I was staying with my sister I was pretty clear why do she how- keep
0: saying whilst I'm sorry I just have to like interrupt you because the way this is written is like hilarious to me <laughs>
1: Yeah. I want to like, my brain wants to change it, but I was like, no, no, no. Like I need to do this. No, like- no. It's
0: good. Like I definitely want the full experience. So thank you. But it just, I had to point that out. It's just hilarious. Like who's writing this? Like once again, is this the 1800s? Like what's going on here?
1: <laughs> yeah. She's like 21. So I, I don't know what business she has like using this fancy ship or whatever. All right. She wasn't being the best of partner. She would work, go out with friends and barely contribute anything to the relationship. Her job is a lot better and pays well compared to her husband's, whose job doesn't pay well. He makes up by working longer hours, and yet when he comes home, it's he who actually does all the household chores, from cleaning to cooking to doing the laundry and the shopping. I should add that it's mainly him who takes care of the household expenses, even though my sister earns more. Whilst I was staying with them, I felt (laughs) disgusted the way she treats her husband, and I'll be honest, caught feelings for him. No matter how much he would struggle, he wouldn't let it affect the way he treated my sister. He would always buy her flowers regularly as well as cooking for her romantic meals, which by the looks of things went unappreciated. He would try and talk with her, but she would much rather gossip with her friends, leaving him alone. Anyway, I never told anyone this, nor did I get involved with their relationship. I used to help out with some expenses and doing a few things like cooking, cleaning, et cetera, which was appreciated by her husband. We used to chat, he wouldn't badmouth her at all, but it was evident that he was struggling in the relationship. I even caught him crying once after an argument, which ended with my sister shouting, you just aren't good enough. Today, her husband came to our parents' house to try and talk with her and fix what's wrong. She basically flogged him off and this is where we began our chat. Like I mentioned before, she basically just slagged him off to the point where I couldn't hold back. I know if it wasn't for my feelings for him, but basically told my sister all the things her husband does for her and how he treats her like a queen. Now she's just acting like an ungrateful, entitled brat. Needless to say, she was upset. She also asked me point blank if I liked him, which I broke down and said yes. She hasn't spoke to me since, and her husband messaged me saying how I crossed the line, and should not have said anything. On top of that, my parents were also pretty pissed at me too. Needless to say, I fucked up. She also provided an update. Firstly, thanks to all those who messaged me privately with lots of support, it's much appreciated. Many people wanted an update on the situation, so here we go. My sister, her husband, and I had a sit down and chat last night. I explained how I liked her husband as a brother-in-law because he is a great person. This calmed the situation down a lot, and then basically told them how my experience was, and I was staying with them and how I viewed their relationship. My sister was defensive at first, but then after comforting her and explaining with love, she seemed to understand that she isn't completely innocent and free from fault. I then let them turn B. And it turns out her husband actually stayed the night. Today morning, my sister actually cooked me breakfast and was being the lovely sister she's always has been. See, it actually like turned out like somewhat wholesome.
0: okay, okay. so that I guess it's about the best possible outcome that we could have asked for in that scenario. It's interesting. I don't know how I feel about it, honestly. But yeah, like he seems like a good dude. She seems like a good person. Basically, the only person who shitty was like the the sister. So, all right, reasonable yeah. outcome.
1: Yeah, it seems a little biased of just like ah, oh, he does everything, and she's a little lazy bitch. So like, it did seem like a little bit biased on like the, the telling of the story. Yeah, but... it's just
0: like one side of the story. So I would like to hear I don't know more about it. like maybe there's more to it that she's not seeing. Like, but yeah, I don't know it seems like he seems like a good dude overall yeah but yeah well great Best possible outcome i suppose all right my next one is titled long lost polynesian dancer nice yeah here in san diego (laughs) she slash you was slash were the cutest little blonde seventh grader at ncjs which i think is national city junior high which national city is like basically just a part of san diego
1: okay, he's got to clarify like if he was a in the junior high too or like he here we
0: go there's more
1: okay i was thank god.
0: yeah no don't worry there's more i was in the ninth grade
1: okay, okay there we go thank god
0: the first time i saw you i fell in love just as I was working up the nerve to ask you out, I saw your Polynesian dance performance in the talent show and you knocked me out again. Shyness kept me at bay. We had some phone conversations, but I never could close the deal. I've always wondered where you went, what became of you. Christy Fisher, if you're out there, I'd love to hear your voice again. It's kind of
1: cute, actually. It's just
0: cute. I love this one her her Polynesian dance performance in the talent show oh he was in love
1: that's nice I know
0: I want him to find Christy Fisher
1: yeah like they they should actually meet up I'm, I'm actually okay with this one
0: I know it's actually like really cute oh man so yeah I love it that's all
1: All right, well, my next one's pretty A+. I'm just going to, like, dig right in to skip the title to go for the surprise. All right, it's it's a today I fucked up. I'm kind of shook up. This just happened today, and I don't know what to make of all this. And this is, like, two guys, by the way. So I was talking to this guy for a few weeks, right? Just casual dirty talk and sometimes small talk. He seemed nice. Zero fucking red flags. I said I wasn't down to hook up until I got to know him better, and he was more than accommodating. But eventually, literally this morning, we decided to hook up and go to his place. His apartment was relatively normal at first glance. He had some historical war looking artifacts around. So I honestly wasn't that concerned by the little Nazi flag on his shelf because I assumed he was just a history buff or something. But then he showed me his room and it dawned on me that he was an actual fucking Hitler supporter. He dead ass had three Nazi flags and a picture of Hitler in there. I was dumbfounded. And I think I, he could tell that I was uncomfortable, but didn't say anything. And neither did I. It was so fucking awkward. We both just didn't acknowledge the huge elephant in the room. And this is the part I feel guilty about. I would never have gotten involved with him if I'd known him in advance. But I had sex with him, even though I knew he was a Nazi. And it wasn't even bad sex, it was just so awkward getting railed in front of a photo of Hitler. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Stop that! Stop that right now! <laughs> I'm
1: kind of horrified. I left immediately oh. after, and we oh. haven't texted since. It's been ten hours. I also feel guilty because I knowingly had sex with a Nazi. Does that make me bad too? Maybe I should post this in mind the asshole. Also, this only tangentially related, but the fuck. How could you be gay and comfortable in your sexuality and also be a Nazi? Those have to be contradict each other, right? So that's kind of confusing. I'm just praying he doesn't text me again. Update, I blocked him. I know ghosting is kind of shitty, but I really don't want to have to interact with this person again and feel like this is kind of justified. I'm really glad we met at his place and not mine. Edit two, there's a lot of people wondering as to why I just didn't leave. And I thought I should explain myself a bit to clarify. I thought that if I tried to leave, there would be some kind of confrontation. I'm scared of con- confrontation in general, and it probably would just have been worse if it was a Nazi. Just going along with it and getting the out seemed like the smoothest way to handle the situation. I was horny. I know this is a there's rational reasons to just go along with it, but I was thinking about that at the time. But if I feel dishonest, then I bet horniness was like 50% of the reason I stayed.
0: I'm like crying. That's so good. That's so funny. <laughs> it's so fucked up. I one. I just want to say. I think ghosting rules do not apply when it's a literal Nazi. No. So I think he's fine on that front. Um, I can't believe he like went through with it and slept with them anyway.
1: I like that he like was getting fucked and staring at a picture of Hitler the whole time. Like, like that's I amazing. Can't,
0: I can't imagine. <laughs> like. I love that he's, like, horrified. He's, like, does this make me a bad person?
1: <laughs> you know, like, I kind of judged him, but also I was, like, this is some shit I would do. Honestly, so.
0: like, who who are we to judge, you know? Yeah, like I would do this, I can't, probably. I can't judge. Like, I can't judge this person. Like, you know, who among us? But, like, it is really fucked up and hilarious. Like, I don't think this person's a bad person. I just think no. it's, like... Oh my God, I can't like.
1: <laughs> this is the top comment that made me laugh. It said the reason you didn't notice the red flags at first is because they're all over his bedroom wall. <laughs> <sighs> uh, God.
0: That's really good, actually.
1: Oh uh, yeah, it was great.
0: I am, I'm shook. God damn. Okay, wow. Um, my next one's a little lighter, but I would say equally as funny. Um, The title is You Farted in the Snacks Aisle, and it's in Del Mar, which is a very bougie neighborhood of San Diego. I was so struck by your smile when you turned around in the Vons and looked right at me and just farted that I couldn't move. (laughs) That sundress, your hair, the smile, and my God, that body. I struggled to maintain my own composure and concentrate on my search for Frito's scoops. (laughs) 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 that i nearly crushed the bag when i found them and you just stood there smiling then you did it again farting on command is a gift and you are amazing mrs g you are amazing and i feel so lucky to have you as a next door neighbor and my best friend's mom i can't tell you enough how awesome you are you're amazing what Right? That just took a turn. Fucking plot twist.
1: <laughs> yeah, when he said Mrs. G, I was like, wait, how does he know this woman? No,
0: I know. The plot twist is that this random lady that he's super into with the, my God, that body, farting on command in the grocery store, is his next door neighbor and best friend's mom.
1: It's great. It's amazing.
0: Oh my God. The levels... <laughs> plot twists in this like we're talking like M. Night Shyamalan level right here like this is some wild shit
1: (laughs) also props to her for like farting and they're just like smiling it off like and doing it again
0: on command like looking right at him that's a power move I love that that. I also love the Frito scoops thing like he's frantically looking for Frito scoops I love it that's such a specific thing to go to the grocery store looking for. Not regular Fritos, the scoops.
1: That is. I was like kind of like worried this is unreal, but the Fritos scoops are like too specific, honestly. No, like- no,
0: it's too specific and I love it. Wow. Um and then I do have a little bonus one for you just because it's uh it's a common theme. That we cover a lot. And whenever I come across these now, I just have to share them. I think we've had multiple fart ones on Misconnections now. There or... have been multiple fart ones, but there's been even more of this kind. Guess where we're going? Wow. The fucking Home Depot, as always. Why is it always
1: the fucking Home Depot? No, what I know. I hell? know.
0: So that's why when I come across them, now I just have to share them because they're so fucking common. I don't get it.
1: It's okay. like orange and brown, which to me are like the two least sexy colors. Literally like- the least
0: sexy place. I'm telling you, the least sexy place. Okay. The title is Helping Hands, which that alone, I'm like, oh God. Um looking for that lady from Home Depot that had a honeydew list of things she could use a hand with. We didn't meet. I just overheard your conversation. I'm a gentleman and handyman offering some help. I'm good with my hands. Just let me know what you need and in what part of town you are. Just volunteering. Bob, the fix-it-up guy.
1: <laughs> Bob, the fix-it-up guy.
0: He's fucking Bob the builder. Can we fix it? Like, yes,
1: we can. I'm
0: I'm dying i i love that this guy's legitimately like i think he's offering his services as a handyman but then he's definitely also offering to like bone her like i i love that he like really wrote this in a way that it can be interpreted either way and i think he means both
1: yeah and good for him Honestly. yeah
0: i mean it does sound like he's gonna fix her stuff around the house but then he's also gonna like you know fix up her stuff around Man. the house you know Still so. fix her sink. oh yeah he's gonna fix that plumbing for sure Um, so yeah, once again, Home Depot, sexiest place on earth. Damn. All right. Well, that's all of our stories. Um, we'll take a quick break then. And when we come back, we've got so many topics to cover.
1: Are you guys tired of hearing mattress commercials during podcasts? Well, you're not going to believe it, but here's a brand new one. Introducing wet Willie's waterbeds. Your grandparents likely conceived your father on one, so Wet Willy is bringing it back. It's easy to shit because you fill it up with water yourself. I I really thought that was pretty self-explanatory, but oh well, use offer code not so casual and you'll get a special dildo attachment. You can thrust and squirt all over the bed without worrying that the bed will squirt back. Wet Willy will get you wet. You know, in like the dirty way. Come on, that should be pretty self-explanatory too,
0: We are back. And for this week, this is actually supposed to be last week's um, activity, but um, it's going to be this week now. I, I was telling Joe that I recently went to my mom's place and she had some boxes that she had had in storage in Tulsa that she like brought out to California. Um, so there's like these boxes of stuff from my childhood in her garage. And she like wanted me to go through them with her and like clean stuff out or whatever um so I was like okay cool so we started going through boxes and we found a bunch of like funny stuff from my childhood um but one of the things I pulled out was a journal I kept from high school and I started flipping through it and like it's just like the most dramatic shit you've ever heard and some of it's just like very cringy some of it's very funny um there's a lot of um ranting about nicholas in here friend of hey. the pod. um i have already sent him some uh, little uh, segments of it and we were having a good laugh about that um but it's pretty great overall um so i wanted to read uh, you know a few passages out loud on the pod for you because i thought that might be fun for all of us um so this is not going to
1: be dramatic in any way like do you,
0: I mean, how dramatic do you want me to make it? Like, <laughs> I guess is the
1: question. <laughs> I would feel like everything is like to the like tenth degree. Like everything here.
0: is like intense drama. I'll start off with I'll start us off with like a light one, and we'll we'll go from there. So this one actually mentions you, very exciting. Um, all right, so here we go. The title of this entry, yes, I titled it. I also typed it, which. Uh, Nicholas was laughing at me about when I sent this to him. He's like, "You typed your journal," and I'm like, "I did." And he's like, "Wow, like you're that person." I'm like, "I am." Um, That's for so, like
1: every entry.
0: Yes, like they're all, like they're all typed. Why? I don't know. It's wild. Yeah, so they're all typed. Um, they're dated, um, and they they have a title. So um, this one was from the 18th of September 2008. So let's get in our time machine. The title is Walking Down Memory Lane, and it goes, I love to reminisce about my childhood. Side note, bitch, you were a child. This was in 2008. <laughs> like, okay. I yeah, love you, to- were six, you were
1: 16. <laughs> let's be 16. real. <laughs> no.
0: I'm like, bitch, calm down. Okay. I love to reminisce about my childhood. I am by no stretch of the imagination, a sappy or sentimental person. I am sometimes almost unfeeling and I never cry for a movie, no matter how romantic the comedy may be. But I just love to remember stuff about when I was younger, funny details about the stuff I thought was cool, what I loved to do, and those memories that everyone my age still shares. I was eating at Red Robin the other day with my best friend, Joe. <laughs> so like literally nothing has changed in our lives is what I'm no. saying. <laughs> Um, and although I've only known him since freshman year, we shared a crazy flashback moment. The in-sync song Bye 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 came on the music overhead and we both automatically started singing along. We sang the whole song word for word before we finally finished and laughed for still knowing it by heart. Turns out we both loved NSYNC as well as Backstreet Boys, although at the time everyone knew they were the far inferior to the likes of JT and the Boys. We both agree that it's sad now to look back and realize that Backstreet Boys were actually the ones with the talent Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that we really had no sense of taste or skill when we were 10. It's fun to share moments like that with people in the same generation as you and laugh about those universal obsessions that we all went crazy over. So yeah nice little flashback there. Um, I'm glad that even in 2008, we we already knew that the Backstreet Boys were like far superior um, from a music standpoint. I'm glad that that still holds true. Yeah, I um, thought I
1: came to that conclusion later on in life, and that actually made me very happy that it was a lot sooner than I no, thought. No, we were
0: innovators, 2008, yeah. Um, I also, I love that We were eating at Red Robin. Um, I mean, really like very little has changed, honestly, in this scenario. So sounds about right.
1: (laughs) I like that like um, your overall tone is like that like 70 year old narrator in a movie like talking about when they're like 12 and they're like
0: oh my god back
1: when i was 12 i really enjoyed playing in the fields like that's kind of like the way that your tone is no i know
0: like do i think i'm like forrest gump or something like (laughs) i don't know what's going on here like it's it's very funny um all right let's find another good segment let's let's crank it up a notch um there i wrote this whole series about when i'm famous um it's not very interesting though it's just me listing out things I like and I'm like when I'm famous and I'm interviewed like these are the things I'm gonna say I like um and again like nothing has changed um I I, it talks about me loving Indiana Jones um talks about Star Wars a lot um talks about like
1: I am very curious. What did you think you're going to get famous for? Like, I'm just generally. Curious. No, I don't
0: know. See, that's the thing I don't specify in here. <laughs> like I have no concept of like what would make me famous. That's not important. <laughs> like what a Leo move to just be like, I'm going to be famous. And here's what I'm going to say. <laughs> um, there's a, a, here, let me just read this little excerpt here talking about my favorite music. Um, Fall Out Boy. Let me make sure you're getting this fallout boy fallout boy is my favorite music in this entire world i can listen to their music in any circumstance and my mood will always improve i don't even know why because i know they are certainly not the best or most talented artists out there they just speak to me i suppose still true still true still my favorite band to this day um and little did 2008 sarah know that in fucking 2021 at the ripe old age of 30 i would be seeing fallout boy still on tour (laughs) that's wild
1: didn't you just see them like not too long ago yes
0: like a week ago (laughs) that's kind of crazy wait how many
1: fallout boy concerts have you gone to oh
0: man i think like six or seven
1: yeah i was gonna say i knew it was like over five like
0: yeah because i mean i i've been a fan since middle school and i mean they've been pretty consistently touring that entire time so like i'll pretty much go anytime they tour yeah um but no that's wild Who knew little high school Sarah would, uh, favorite band would not change and they'd still be around. Um, Okay, here's a a very dramatic thing. Um, So this one is titled, this is from October 8th, it's titled High School Equals Weird.
1: (laughs) Good job. I know. (laughs) Good conclusion there, man.
0: High school just makes everything weird. I mean, everything about the way we relate to other people changes for four years. All common sense pretty much flies out the window. It's like a weird mix of a battlefield and orgy and the way life really is. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is simple either. In order to communicate anything, you have to employ tactics such as reverse psychology, relaying information through others, subtle signals, and decoys. I'm about ready to start using smoke signals. I'm brutally honest, bad at hiding things, and just really like to be upfront with people. When I like someone, I don't want to have to talk to all of their friends about it, relay a message to them via one of my girls, act as if I'm interested in someone else, deny that I like them, and then finally have them confront me about it. I would like for once to just be able to walk up to them and ask them if they want to hang out sometime. Is that truly outside the realms of reason in high school? Apparently, it is. Damn. Steve.
1: Man,
0: that's Steve. hard. I know. I like
1: that you compared it to an orgy. Let me like clarify. Did you have sex in <laughs> high school? Because I've
0: definitely like... <laughs> been to so many orgies.
1: <laughs> that is like, did you even have sex in high school? Because no. I don't think either no. of us did. No. No. We did not. not
0: at all. <laughs> like...
1: I was gonna say I'm not calling you out because I was like I feel like I know for a fact neither of us had sex in high school oh my god no not
0: at all like thank you for just calling my bluff there no it's valid um okay so here's here's where we get into some juicy stuff so this one is from October 10th two days later and it's titled Nicholas just that's the title All right, and and I have shared this with him in advance, so he knows this is happening. So I'm not like totally putting him on blast. Um, and he has, you know, I think consented to this being shared. <laughs>
1: you think? <laughs> I,
0: I think I think he's fine with it. Um, all right, so it goes. I am so sick of new Nicholas. I want the old Nicholas back, the Nicholas I know and love. I guess he's gone forever. The old Nicholas I am referring to is the pre bleep nicholas i'm bleeping the person's name because i'm not going to put this person on blast i'm sure they're like a lovely person now and i don't want to yeah you know call her out um to the pre bleep nicholas and the new nicholas is who he has become back in the day when nicholas was single and awesome life was good he was one of my closest guy friends <laughs> and we talked about everything not to mention we were way more than friends oh there it is <laughs> we were really flirty all the time but we were also good friends and everything was great But then bleep came along and everything changed. Now I don't even feel like he's a good friend anymore. More of simply a casual acquaintance. He acts like I'm just another person and nothing special and barely pays any attention to me. I've called him out on it and we've talked about it, but it doesn't do any good. He says he's scared to get too close with me because he doesn't want to be tempted to do anything to ruin his relationship with bleep
1: i remember this time of your life yeah
0: yeah just because he's attracted to me doesn't mean he should cut me out of his life altogether (laughs) call me crazy but i don't think that's entirely fair when i call him out on it he apologizes and promises to do better but never does it's so upsetting i just want my friend back damn sad times
1: so did you do a diary for like all four years of high school or was this just like i feel
0: like this was just a phase because it only spans like one year basically it's like this one year but this was apparently a particularly um tumultuous year (laughs) 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 um let's see what else we got here um it was just a rant about how physics honors is the hardest class I've ever taken. That's a good one.
1: <laughs> Wasn't that the class? Um, it was really weird. Like, the gradient of it was like you would take a test and then he would take your score. So, um, like, say you got a uh, like, um, I don't know, 49, mm-hmm. he would like square root it and multiply it by 10. So, you'd do like a square root of 49. Uh, and then, like, so that would equal 7. And so, like, the 7 would get multiplied by, like, 10. So you'd get a 70 for the test if you got a 49, right? Yeah, like,
0: yeah. so he had the – because physics honors was so hard, he had this insane grading curve. And it, it was a mess. Like, that was a hard – this is post-college post everything that is still the hardest class i've ever taken in my life was physics honors um and we would all get like fucking 50 on the test like uncurve, like before the curve and then he would just like curve the shit out of everyone's grades um because yeah like i should not pass that class like i was basically failing that class and he was still like here's a c take it yeah. and i'm like thank you <laughs> no it was rough um this in this I write about the fact that I actually broke out in hives like from the stress of that class which is which is true I had to literally go to the dermatologist for it Um, which is
1: funny because I had him for regular physics because I was stupid and like it was honestly such a better experience like I literally like would talk about CCR with him and it was a great time. Like I No, loved- like
0: he was a good, he was a nice dude, is the thing. Like I liked him. It's just physics honors was so the the gap between regular physics and physics honors was fucking absurd. Like I'm like, why did you make this much of a gap between these two classes? Like there should be like an intermediate range. <laughs> like oh, it was it was I had, brutal, like man. a
1: general question, but I'm just like curious about because like you yeah. were like in all the like honors courses in high school. Yeah. Did that like significantly help you in college?
0: no I mean I think it maybe just meant I got into like a better school but I I don't know I mean college was so stupid easy compared to high school honestly like I don't know I that.
1: college was easier than high school
0: anyway yeah so yeah like, yeah no like honors, that's the thing I don't, that would help. I don't think that it was even being in like honors or like AP classes that did it I think just like going to our high school was like you know made college look like a fucking joke honestly like college was so easy compared to high school yeah i don't know i mean maybe because we both did like bullshit majors could be part of it also but (laughs) andrew always laughs at me because he's like college wasn't easy and i'm like oh yeah you did like a real major sucks to suck
1: (laughs) yeah like i i I, I mean i failed out of nursing so i do need to like add that in there but
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness um So this is another thing I noticed. This is a recurring theme in this journal is like, I was like really, really hard on myself about like how I looked and like,
1: yeah, I remember that from high school just generally.
0: I was, yeah. I mean, God, I was brutal. Like I, I was like not fat in high school at all. I was like, I think I weighed about 20 pounds less than I do currently, but like I apparently thought I was fucking huge like in all of these things I'm like this segment um I said seriously I'm the size of a small house my lower half needs its own address you could just slap one two three four fat ass avenue on me and someone could move in damn Sarah that is harsh I was like the skinniest I've ever been like (laughs) yeah like I was
1: gonna say like thinking back to it like yeah you were like definitely not like fat at all and then like uh,
0: like I said I weighed about 20 pounds less than I do right now actually and I don't consider myself fat now either like but no I think
1: honestly like more than anything else I think the like school uniforms didn't like compliment you oh my god like
0: yeah our uniforms were the worst like fully like they were so bad oh yeah no I don't know but I'm just like damn you're really hard on yourself like being a teenage girl sucks like that's what I'm gathering like just like flipping through this again it like I don't know it's kind of funny to read like there are parts of it that definitely like no it's just like this it kind of made me sad because I'm just like wow like high school Sarah was like really hard on herself like I definitely had like a super warped perspective on the world I mean all high schoolers do honestly like that's that's teenagers they just have a fucked up worldview but like I mean, I don't know. It just like made me sad. I'm just like, damn, like chill girl. Like, (laughs) uh, yeah. So those are some fun excerpts from, um, the, the Sarah high school, um, journal situation. It is, um, it is bleak, my friend. It is, Hmm. it is bleak. Um, there's a whole entry here about the Rock Appreciation Club Benefit Concert. Yeah, if you remember that. I do. Oh, Highlight of awesome the club. school year. <laughs> yeah, there's all kinds of good stuff in here. Um, there was one passage that I was trying to find because I found it the other day. And it was actually pretty, pretty cute. Um, because I, when I was talking to Nicholas, he was like, is there like anything good about me in this? Cause I sent him all the like really shitty passages about him. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, look at this, look at this. And he's like, oh God. And I'm
1: like, I know, I do like that. Like, I mean, like, honestly, I feel like I'm being fair as I can be. Like Nicholas I, and I were probably like about the same in high school but like he probably just had more opportunities to like hook up with girls than I did so that probably made him a little bit shittier than me but I'm not saying he's like a much morally better person than I am he just had more opportunities (laughs) to do stuff in high school no no no, that's the thing
0: he definitely just yeah like I, I feel like it just um it elevated his options a little bit and it went to his right. head yeah 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 no yeah because like I mean, your like, like, right.
1: passage about me it was like oh we had this great time on red robin and then nicholas is like this fucking douchebag's talking to this girl and he's not oh, talking God. to me and fuck him and
0: <laughs> i know i th- i mean i think it's purely just because you didn't like royally screw me over in high school at any point um but here's, I'll, to redeem Nicholas, I'll, here's a good one that I sent him that I was like, oh, here's a, like one little nice passage about you. <laughs> it's the only nice thing I wrote.
1: It's like a sentence long. It's like
0: one <laughs> sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so I said, so it's those little moments that I love to share or even keep to myself that make every day so special to me. When I'm sitting in physics honors being completely confused uh, by our teacher and his free body diagrams of forces working on an object of mass, I can look over and smile at Nicholas because of an insignificant conversation we had two years ago. That's just the kind of thing that makes me happy. So I was like, oh, that's sweet. Like, Well, that's um, nice. Yeah, there's, there's a little redemption there because um, he was one of my good friends. But yeah, oh, man, it was. It, it, so this journal was a, a real wild time. <laughs> Um, But anyway, all right. So for our next segment, um, we had to phone a friend because a while back we said that airport bars are annoying. We were talking about how expensive they are and all of that. I I called out Molly friend of the pod (laughs) for most likely being a fan of airport bars. I just took a stab in the dark, but I was like, (laughs) I think Molly's like a fan of airport bars. Um, So I told her come on the pod so she can defend herself, um, and she's here with us. So, hi Molly. Hello,
2: everyone. So, so, yes, yeah, I am a fan of airport
0: bars. Okay, so I was not wrong on that front. No, I know you, I know not you at pretty all. well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, without us like tainting you, just tell us what you like about them. Yes.
2: So, I like the flightiness of airport bars, and yes, that's a pun. <laughs> um I like the people watching because everyone that goes to a hotel or excuse me an airport bar has like they're coming from somewhere or they're going somewhere and you can really be like whoever you want at an airport bar because you never have to see that person again um okay interesting uh, but I think my love of airport bars began when I was studying abroad and I Mm. spent three or four hours in a bar at the Swiss airport in Zurich waiting for my dad and just like getting to know the bartender and just seeing like people coming and going. And I was like, oh, like you can meet so many people from all over the world at an airport bar. Okay. Okay. So see that. uh, Yeah. I think I love the people watching aspect of it.
0: Okay. No, that makes sense. I get that. I guess, I guess for me, I just like, you could be anywhere in the airport and do people watching. So I guess like just the bar specifically for me, like, isn't, that's not like the main draw, but I do get like, so are you the type that actually talks to people at the airport? Like, will you talk to strangers? (laughs) Yes, I will. Okay. See, I am not that type see that's, that's the dividing valid. line that's, to me, that's
1: valid because like on top of people watching you can also like talk so I mean, like that's valid like I'm probably not gonna do that but like I understand
0: like we won't be doing that but I understand <laughs> like,
2: yeah and to be honest I don't typically initiate the conversation okay someone else who is so I typically travel alone yes and someone else who is also traveling alone not necessarily someone of the opposite sex but just someone else typically initiates the conversation
0: okay and then we'll
2: have a conversation and then we never have to see each other again okay and okay. I really like that aspect of it I don't know what that says about me as a person
0: but... it, it just makes me think of um fight club honestly it just makes me think of <laughs> like you're Tyler Durden when he's like talking about the the whole line about like traveling by yeah. yourself and flying alone like the single serve portions and like the single, single serving friends or whatever. Like that's what it makes me think of. Um, I am also sure.
2: the person who would 100% travel alone.
0: All right. So you so you like this lifestyle is what you're saying. Got I you. do. I okay. really do. What's, All right. What's
1: interesting is like after we recorded that, we talked to Andrew and Andrew like was in favor of airport bars and basically has echoed a lot of what Molly has said. So
0: that makes a lot of sense to me, though, just like knowing the two of them, like that makes <laughs> yeah. a lot of sense. Like Andrew would just talk to random people at an airport bar yeah. and I definitely would not. So I get it. <laughs> and I (laughs) i I think yeah go ahead joe
1: i think sarah and i are also the same and that like when we do flights or travel like we're very much like point a to point b and like we want to get there and like to us there is no adventure in the airport like it is just like a like purgatory (laughs) environment until we get to the place we want to be yeah
0: i'm like don't talk to me don't even look at me like i (laughs) i think i probably give like a very off-putting vibe too because like if i am traveling alone which i i have done a fair amount no one ever talks to me like I don't get like Mm. approached by strangers I think I just have like horrible resting bitch phase where I I just look like I should not be trifled with probably people are like I'm gonna steal clear of that girl over there like she's (laughs) she's going through it like (laughs) I don't know I just I definitely don't give off like a friendly vibe I feel like (laughs) this is the
1: question I do want to ask Molly because like for me Mm -hmm. like when I travel, like that is my time to read. that is like my time for like me and like knowing mm-hmm. you are a person mm-hmm. that loves to read. Yes. do you do that still or you, like is that your time to be more like social?
2: So I would say I typically read at airport bars, and then if a conversation comes from the book I'm reading or something like that, that's where the conversation goes.
0: Okay, but I'm I just...
2: definitely I pull the book out at the airport bar.
0: Okay. <laughs> I like that. I respect. Or i I'm respect listening the type to an of person, audiobook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I respect the type of person who can go into a bar and just like read a book or whatever, and just like be chill with that. Because some people like can't do that at all. Like I too, like I like like going out to like eat alone like i am like that person but i Mm -hmm. don't want to but i don't want to be talked to i specifically am there like by myself you know and like i'll like yeah pull out a book or like put my airpods in and like listen to a podcast or something so Mm -hmm. yeah i i get that okay
2: but it also makes sense to me that andrew would like airport bars because i think he and i are very similar
0: yeah (laughs) i could see that (laughs) 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 um so My, my final burning question for you is have you ever like taken on like an assumed identity or like told Um, someone like, like things that weren't true or like embellished things or just like made up something and like in one of these specific like airport alone travel scenarios, like have you ever just been like, fuck it, I'm never going to see this person again. And just like said some crazy shit.
2: I I feel like I embellish more than take on a completely false identity. Okay. Because I think I do tend to go to the same airports. Oh, um, okay. So, like, the airport in D.C., the airport in Columbus. Well, I don't really drink at the airport in Columbus. I don't go to those bars because that's, like, a... <laughs> really weird airport yeah that doesn't
0: sound like an exciting time but hey you never know (laughs) right but
2: like in DC like there's the two different terminals because you have like the southwest terminal and then the main terminal and I I one time got very intoxicated at the airport in Florida
0: amazing (laughs) wow
2: um I had probably like six margaritas oh my god (laughs) nice and so I can't I don't know what happened. Um, oh my God. I got, I got in at around 10 AM and my parents were supposed to get in to meet
0: me at 10 AM. Oh
2: my God. And they okay. did not get in until 7 PM.
0: Okay. So they get there, and you're like blacked out. <laughs> I, I, had, I had
2: sobered up by that point. Okay. <laughs> but like I hadn't, I didn't know where to go. I couldn't like get in a, ho- get a cab to the hotel. Cause we weren't staying at a hotel. Oh we were God. staying at my parents' new place. So I was just like chilling at the airport for, you know, eight hours or more.
0: Amazing. I love oh, that.
2: I, I don't know what happened. Cause I, so you there could was have a taken point on, that I blackout.
0: I mean, like, you could have taken on a new identity at that point. Like yeah. you don't know.
2: <laughs> but for the most part, I just like embellish or I'm like dishonest which I don't, again, I don't know what that says about me, but.
0: Okay. Like about like minor things or about like big yeah,
2: pieces of minor your things. life. Okay. Minor <laughs> okay. Okay. Like I That's probably fair. wouldn't disclose like what my career is, That's but, huh. or I say I'm a counselor, but I don't go into details. You.
0: Okay. Like <laughs> I want you to make up like a full on like airport alter ego though. Like I want you to come up with like a different identity that you use when you're at airport bars and just like embellish that like just build on it like every time you travel just come up with like elaborate backstories like I think this would be amazing okay you could honestly like you could honestly do a podcast about this it would be hilarious (laughs) like where you just like tell about your your fake travels basically I would love this
1: you should, like, you You could even go real crazy and be like, I'm a vampire and, like, just <laughs> do what someone says, like. Yeah. You don't really have to, like. Yeah.
0: And just be really, like, deadpan about it. Just be, like, super yeah. serious. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm a vampire. Yeah, like, I drink people's blood. Yeah, I travel mm-hmm. around to do it, actually, you know. Yeah. Different, pro- different flavor profiles in the blood. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. you could really roll with this in any number of directions, I think, but <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Yeah here's another question for you and this is actually something Mm -hmm. that i was thinking about at when i was at this wedding over labor day weekend um there the bartender at the bar it was open bar very nice at the venue um the bartender was super friendly super fun pretty cute and everyone at our table when we're eating dinner we're all talking Mm -hmm. and we're like i'll bet this guy slays like i'll bet mm-hmm. this bartender yeah. at this Probably. wedding venue takes home someone from every single wedding he bartends I'm Like sure and i was now i'm thinking like do you think airport bartenders are like a similar vibe because i could see it you know like someone i could see it someone's flight gets canceled they end up at the airport bar they're in town just for the night i mean
1: well, I, think, think, like, I okay, think of the
0: possibility
1: my comparison is like a wedding bartender to like airport bartender is the difference of like a wedding crasher versus a funeral
0: crasher that's yeah mm. yeah same mm-hmm. energy mm-hmm. yeah for sure yeah because yeah, you're I, you're you're capitalizing on the person that's like sad because they missed their flight or whatever yeah right
2: yeah. and I feel like there's no not there's rules but there's just I don't know it's almost like a no rule zone when you're at an airport. That's so true. So, no, it, it
0: is. It it it's a lawless wasteland, basically.
2: It's yeah. True. So it's like I don't have to. I'm not going to see this person again. Like mm-hmm. I. So. Yeah. Who cares what happens?
0: Exactly. Exactly. That's but what I'm saying. What would you
2: call that if you like a hookup at an airport and not on the plane?
0: Like that Overnight would be something stay. different it's not yeah it's not the mile high club no. so like it, it have to have a different name oh man what we'll yeah. you think about this one because I feel like there's a name for that yeah. like, ju- like just like boning someone like in an airport bathroom I feel like it's a specific vibe right. of hookup yeah
2: like TSA pass check or something I don't oh, know my god
0: <laughs> A special, like, very oh. special pre-check, if you know what I'm saying. What
1: would you do if you like were boning someone in the airport bathroom and Rudy Giuliani was like shaving next
0: to you? God, I can't with that. The, but uh, once again, <laughs> lawless wasteland. The things that happen in airports, like no, right. it's true, truly no rules. Like you can lay on the uh, floor, you can drink a beer at yeah. 8 a.m. I mean, like yeah, it's it's wild out there.
2: I mean, when I was in traveling in Europe, there would be like those airport bars were open. All hours and you'd have people like throwing back Heineken's at 6am and you're like okay yeah I guess it really is five o'clock somewhere but
0: yeah yeah that's airport so
1: I was having this conversation with someone because apparently like the queen of England averages five drinks a day and like
0: how, how is yeah. she alive she's right? so like, old <laughs> that's what she keeps in her purse okay that makes oh my sense. god so, she just like whips out a flask like at every yeah. event but, like,
1: <laughs> but that's like my thing is like if i like retired right now i had nothing to do with, with like the rest of my life like i would just drink all the time and so like that's what you do at an airport because you literally have nothing to do besides mm-hmm. like drink yeah. so like just, that's what you people just maintain, do maintain
0: like a constant buzz yeah, yeah. right
2: Good. wow i struggle though with drinking on airplanes because I feel like I just that goes right to my head which I think is a science
0: but I I feel like there's something behind that though because I too have if I drink actually on the flight I get a headache like Mm -hmm. almost immediately but I don't if I have a drink in the airport and then go get on a flight right so I don't know you're, you're right I don't know what that means like Joe, what were you going to say? You have a different experience? Oh, I
1: actually prefer to drink on the flight versus in the bar.
0: Okay, but you're like, you're like bigger than us, though, so maybe like, maybe <laughs> it hits you faster, you know, so maybe for well, you, like, I, one drink I, you can feel it more if you're on the plane.
1: I drink to knock myself out to sleep, like, that's oh, basically great. what okay. I do. Okay.
0: okay, okay. I mean, that is also a specific type of person, I feel like, who, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. not like every where flight,
1: s- but like, if I'm like, overnight, like, i did like Hawaii, where it was like, I, I, if I'm not going to sleep on this plane, I'm not going to sleep period. So I was mm, like, I'm yeah. drinking to like knock myself out.
0: Yeah. I can mm. see that. Well, awesome. Thank you for coming on and discussing this. Yeah. With yeah, us, Molly. we got fun. a lot, a lot of valuable insight here, I think. And if you do come up with an alter ego for um, airport bars in the future, please let us know. You will have to come back on and tell us about it. Um, Maybe I'll try it tomorrow. I think you should, but I yeah. mean, you can start small, like you don't have to do anything crazy, but just like pick like, yeah. a different first name and just like tell oh, yeah. them, like pick a different career and just go from there. I think that's right. it. Everything else can stay the same. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing this. Yes. With this, this was fun. Been, this has been very exciting. Um, awesome. Well, we will talk to you later then. Okay. Bye. We have a lot of a lot of really little topics to touch on. So I think I'm just going to do kind of like a, I don't know, like a like a highlight reel and we'll just run through some things real quick. Sound good?
1: Yeah. There's
0: just a lot of things that have happened in the past two weeks that I want to chat about. Um, so first up, we addressed this on the little mini teaser last week, but um, Brittany's father's filed to enter conservatorship. Thrilling stuff. Um, some more details came out about it. Not a lot. We still don't have a lot, but basically um, what's happening is now, even though he filed um, to like, you know, in the conservatorship, we still have to wait until her next um, court date for that actually to go through or to like be processed um so her next court date is at the end of September basically so we do have to wait a little bit longer for anything to actually happen on that Um, but that's where we're at right now just so like I don't know everybody's aware it's not just like you file it and it's instant they still have to go to court like on her scheduled date that's upcoming and discuss it and like agree on it or whatever basically like the judge has to like rule on it still so that's where we're at with that but I'm super excited about it um, really hope she comes back and sues her whole family. I think she will. I hope so.
1: Yeah, um, I want her to.
0: In the meantime, she's been posting hilarious stuff on Instagram. I don't know if you follow her, but she has just been like posting her her naked butt like on Instagram. And she even posted like a video of it to show that it's not like edited or like Photoshopped. It's really funny. She's like, look at my butt. Like, <laughs> she's great. <laughs> just like an absolute queen honestly
1: <laughs> I saw like I saw a uh, tag of it I just hadn't uh, seen
0: yeah it's so good it's so good um another thing I want to touch on is a little follow-up to a story we covered a while back so this um Kim actually came on and and did this with us friend of the pod um she covered the story of um Jensen Karp the um the shrimp gate guy with the cinnamon toast crunch and the shrimp tails or whatever, that whole crazy um, debacle. So the update is that there is no update. So he has been like radio silent since I think it's like March or something. I mean, he's been, he has not like tweeted or anything for like months. Um, There's been no update on the situation. Absolutely nothing. So what do you think happened here?
1: About the shrimp thing, I think he just like as a liar. Like, I think it's that easy. Do you think like, it was
0: all made up? Yeah. Okay. I think so too. But <laughs> I just wanted to confirm. Uh, yeah, I think he made the whole thing up, got called out for it, and then just was like poof, bye-bye. <laughs> so that that's where we're at with that but if if more updates come out on that um we will we will share them of course um the other thing is that this is not like really exciting or anything but it's a weird wholesome celebrity thing um if you've been following the courtney kardashian travis barker romance um i have as, not. <laughs> as intensely I just... as i have okay so like zero great um Travis Barker of Blink-182, Courtney Kardashian of, you know, being a fucking Kardashian, um, have been dating for a little bit now, a while. And they are just like madly in love. They post pictures all the time. They do crazy shit. They give each other tattoos. Like they're like, they are they hang out with like Megan, uh, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, like all the time. Like they're just living it up, living the dream. And I love it. I love their relationship. Um, recently... They flew to, uh, they flew to Mexico and then now they've been in Italy, just living their best lives. Um, This is a big deal because Travis Barker almost died in a plane crash. He was in this crazy plane crash, like I think like 10 years ago or something. And people, all the people he's with on the plane died. He like almost died. Um, He said he'd never fly again. And then he met Courtney And she was like, Oh, I want to travel the world with you. Like, I want to go all these places with you. And he was like, I'll do this for you. Like, you just let me know. And I will do this for you. So like, he fucking got on a plane and flew like across the world with her because he loves this woman so much. And he's like, and he was in an interview. He was like, I couldn't have done this without her. Like, she has given me like the, the bravery to do this. Like Etc. And I am just like my fucking heart is gonna explode. Like I love this so much. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just really into it, and I just needed to talk about it because I think it's like so beautiful. So yeah. Um, I don't really like the Kardashians, but I legit like love this relationship because I'm just like wow, that's that's stunning.
1: (laughs) I heard a uh, cute little story of another relationship. It's a little weird, but whatever. I I like it. Okay. Um. So John Mulaney had a really weird year this year. So he (laughs) let's
0: fucking unpack this
1: (laughs) last year. He got divorced and went into rehab because he had a drug issue with cocaine. Yep. Um, so he went on Seth Meyers this past week and he was talking about it and, uh, he got out of rehab and he was just like he was really open it was pretty funny because like, he was just talking about like I went in and he was like having an intervention and Seth Myers was there and he was like I really wanted credit because I didn't do drugs for like two days and he's like listen I did not do coke of like Tuesday and Wednesday last week so like I'm fine and he's like wow. I just really wanted credit for not doing coke those two days oh my god I'm, like uh so, yeah it's great Oh, anyway, so after getting out of rehab, apparently Seth was friends with Olivia Munn, and so then uh, John Mulaney and Olivia Munn started dating, and then he announced on the program that they're having a baby together.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Dude, it was dudes wild. had a wild year.
1: <laughs> I just love it. I mean, like, I'm not saying he was in a bad position, but he literally went from like divorce and like drug rehab to like out of rehab. Gets Olivia Munn, and pregnates Olivia Munn and like, basically has not really like suffered any like career consequences or anything. So like dudes had a great rebound, just saying.
0: Killing it. Honestly, goals. Like he is, he's living the dream. It's insane. Like we were joking. Like how does like rehab and a divorce lead to you just like raw dogging, like Olivia Munn, but apparently it does. So I, know, I it love it. Same thing. I should do it. Yeah. Right. Love this journey. <laughs> <laughs> No, I know it's fucking insane. Um, Damn. Well, yeah, love that. Um, My next headlines that I want to cover, here's just a few for you. Um, Elizabeth Holmes, as you probably heard, her trial has started. Yeah, Theranos. lady, yeah. Yeah. Um, Here's the most disturbing part, I think. She has fans. So I saw this online. She has women who dress up like her and go to like the courthouse like for the hearings. Like, let me show you this picture. These are her fans. Like oh, they literally my. are just like blonde girls who dress up in like black turtlenecks and like go to the courthouse and like are fans of Elizabeth Holmes.
1: But like, what has she done to like earn their fandom?
0: I I, I don't understand. Like I I cannot explain, but it it's true. Isn't that wild?
1: yeah yeah I'm like not
0: I don't know what to say about it I'm just like wow that's that's a lot that's like really a lot
1: (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if like she had dudes thirsting after her I'm sure she has
0: dude fans no like I'm sure like aka every dude that gave her money (laughs) like yeah (laughs) I mean she got married and had a baby like clearly she's having no issues like finding dudes like um but yeah so that's a fun little fact um another fun fact this one some world news out of uh, New Zealand Prime Minister um Jacinda Arden who is a, a thirst of ours we love her um yeah. she had to say in like a uh in a COVID press briefing she had to tell people to um not have sex while they're in the hospital during COVID <laughs> she, had, she had to remind people of that like when they're like in a covid ward like hey like don't go have sex with like other patients because that's how you spread covid like (laughs) like the fact that this came up in like a press briefing is amazing to me the fact that this is this much of a problem in new zealand is amazing to me (laughs) like new zealand fucking pulls is what i'm saying like these people fuck
1: I like that they also had, like, an anti-mask protest in New Zealand, and, like, one person showed up.
0: Like
1: I, love, I love New Zealand. Honestly, really we should there. all
0: move to New Zealand. <laughs> like, it seems amazing there.
1: Also, the other COVID bit of news. Like, I, I feel like my new porn is whenever, like, someone, like, like, trashes COVID and, like, says, like, they're not vaccinated, they're not going to wear masks. Like, they go real dramatic. Anyway, Joe Rogan got COVID. Um, oh my god! I fellow know. podcaster, and I'm so happy. <laughs> like <laughs> he's kind of douchey, so I really don't. Oh, mind. he's the
0: worst. He's so bad. <sighs> no, it's it's amazing that he got COVID. It honestly makes me really happy. Um, and then my my final headline, and this will be a little. I'll, I'll pose it in the form of a question for you. You know, jackass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the movies, the TV, like all of it. How much do you think would you estimate that their medical bills have totaled up to over the past 20 years? Of jackass? Oh, geez. Like
1: I've watched the movies and the TV shows and yeah. stuff like that. It's so, like yeah. I have a good idea of like, like what they've estimate. done. Yeah god it's a lot um and it's the bad thing too is like i don't think that insurance will cover them too because like
0: no i certainly they, they're who they I are insurance so like, company no yeah are like, you kidding me
1: <laughs> so yeah like they can't get medical insurance because they're them yeah so uh i'm gonna go like five million dollars
0: higher 10
1: higher oh geez just tell me what
0: Okay, a new study estimates that the Jackass crew has racked up over 24 million in medical bills over the last 20 years.
1: I believe it. That makes sense. It's yeah. actually like not, I mean, like when you say 20 years, I guess like I was thinking like the TV show, like the last about like three, four years, and then they've had like four movies now. So, like, I wasn't mm-hmm. thinking like yeah. that much time and stuff like that. But yeah, 20 years, that's like a million bucks a year. That's actually not that bad considering what they're making.
0: I mean, it's the fucked up thing is like when you think about the cost of us healthcare like especially if you're not insured it's actually not that much like i honestly would have thought more but also if you think about inflation and healthcare costs over those 20 years maybe that factors into it as well um i don't know i just thought that was an interesting fun fact so i just had to share that um being as I, i i myself am a fan of jackass as much as i don't want to admit that to the public i
1: I oh I that. love it I <laughs> I, enjoy I, it. I know like,
0: what's wrong with? when us? I was
1: <laughs> in high school like I legit wanted to do like jackass shit like I loved it so much yeah we
0: all do that's the dream like everyone wants to do that
1: <laughs> there was this weird uh, okay whenever blockbusters were going out of business uh, I can't remember what it's called but I bought it but it was basically like the Irish version of jackass hmm it was so weird. It was so much like more hardcore than jackass and I do not mean that like in a good way. Like it was like <laughs> Not in a
0: fun way, no. <laughs> no, no, no.
1: I, this is the perfect time to talk about this because any other place they would think I'm like too perverted, but there we go. Okay, okay. So like I did not know what I was getting into when I got this DVD. Like I said, it was just like a blockbuster movie for like a buck. And I was like, oh, I like jackass. This will be fun. They played this game where like it was like a card game and they were in like Thailand And whoever lost had to get a blowjob from like a transvestite hooker. Like, okay, this is like the stuff they were playing at. And then like they got like liposuction and then like had to eat their own liposuction. No, yeah, it was
0: bad. I'm horrified. It was like very disturbing. I don't like that. No. Yikes! Yikes! Too far. Um all right well that's actually all the headlines I had um you have Alex Jones written in our notes with no other explanation so did you want to expand on that yeah, yeah,
1: yeah 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 I did I uh please expand I uh I don't know how I came across this fact but I need to like announce it so we were just talking about our sex lives like in high school and
0: uh fucking Which, lit like, am i right <laughs> basically did not exist
1: very much but i feel like that's most people like most they, people, i yeah. think like the average age is like maybe 17 or so like that but basically like if you're in high school you're probably not having a ton of sex unless you're like football quarterback head cheerleader or some, something like that like you're not pulling too hard anyway um our friend of the pod alex jones played to a have... <laughs> please don't
0: <laughs> say that <laughs> <laughs> he listens he's a big fan he's
1: a huge fan he, uh, you think we
0: should do some cross promotion with like Infowars or whatever like do you think we could get on his stuff you,
1: if we agreed to sell his like bullshit products like he would probably like let us go okay. on there or all not, right new,
0: like, new, new sponsor yeah. alert
1: i think he sells some like vampire pills like go try his vampire pills Amazing. or whatever it is i love um, it i can't wait anyway he uh he claimed to have slipped with like as a low number 150 girls by the time he was 15 years old
0: that's not real that's no literally nothing out yeah. of this man's mouth is real so that's obviously not real
1: no but that uh, that to me of all of the like bullshit he said has like of all the oh. ridiculous
0: things to lie about yeah like it's <sighs> dude why
1: yeah like where did you go to like it was hard to like find places when you're a teenager like things are not readily available
0: no, I know. Unless your parents just like straight up, don't give a fuck. Like, I, I don't understand. Damn. Okay, Alex Jones. Thank you for that.
1: Yeah, thank you for that. So I had to update that. And then I found a new um, fetish that I was not sure existed until recently. Okay. I, I, like I said, it's you're just scrolling through the internet and find stuff. Have you ever heard of like guys trying to sniff women's butts like in public? no like the girl like i'm not not, this is not consensual by the way like it's literally like a girl's like doing something and then like a guy comes up and just like bends down gets really close to her butt yeah like sniffs her butt like a like a dog would do yeah
0: wow this is a fetish
1: this is a fetish i i I saw one video of it and i went through the comment section i was like on reddit and they're like yeah this is a fetish and like here's a video here's a video and i was like going through all these videos and i was like this is a thing like what the hell like
0: that just seems challenging
1: it is but there's this one is that the, crazy. is crazy is
0: the thrill part of it though like the thrill of like trying to do it without getting caught do you think that like I, heightens the experience probably
1: i guess so but they're so yeah. bad at it too like every guy i saw like got caught because they're not good um okay. there's a security So you're guard saying at-
0: you'd be better at it is what no you're no <laughs> You're putting, I mean, like,
1: literally, you are putting your face next to someone's butt, like, they're gonna yeah. catch you. Like,
0: no, yeah, like, that's not subtle, like, that's not even like yeah. a quick hair sniff or something. Like, you have to like bend down, like, right?
1: Like, people yikes. know what you're doing, like, okay. yeah. yeah, anyway. But yeah, so this one guy, it was a security guard at the gym, and this like lady was like buff and like doing squats, uh huh. And so, like, the security guard came by like four times and like just like put his head down like at her ass like sniff while she was doing squats and she like finally chewed him out like the fourth time through but I was like what the hell like and he like he got like in there too like I was like I don't know like maybe she was just busy
0: but like stop it he was there yeah no uh no no I don't oh make it stop please yeah I did not not know this was
1: a thing until this week and I was I'm highly disturbed by it
0: okay I didn't want to know this was a thing um but But like I don't know what they're
1: getting out of it like it's just gonna smell like shit like it's not gonna smell good like at least like hair has like a nice smell to it generally like I'm not saying people should go smell people's hair but I'm just saying if you're gonna have a weird fetish you were gonna have
0: a weird fetish no yeah like I get it on some level if it's like hair or like I don't I don't know what else you'd be sniffing honestly like clothing like I get all of that on some level but but specifically I do not get I feel like my butt would just smell sweaty it's like, like sweaty
1: and like poop I mean like people yeah. don't clean that well like I'm just saying yeah, like generally speaking we don't clean our butts that well so. yeah no <laughs> it's like, not gonna be good
0: horrifying I don't like it Ugh. all right well on that sexy note do you want to get into a little thirst corner
1: Hell yeah. First Carter.
0: All right. Who we got on the list this week?
1: <sighs> All right. Here are the 61 year olds. Uh, I don't like the first group, but here we go. Okay. Simon Cowell. He I think he was the one who claimed he slept with like 3000 women or something like that. Like uh... I remember that from a while back. He grows. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic, who's a very good person and very wholesome. We should I love all love him. him. Mm-hmm. Aww. And uh, Jane Lynch, I forgot that she's like that old. It makes sense, but like she, she could I mean, literally she be any age. She looks that
0: old, but also, yeah, she could kind of be any age. Love her though.
1: Uh, Hugh Grant.
0: Wait, did he have a birthday recently? Because wasn't he on last week's also?
1: Maybe he did. Let's check it out.
0: Okay, I think he, I, I'm pretty sure he was on last week's.
1: Hugh Grant, September 9th, the yes, Okay, was. we got
0: another double tipper. <laughs> like, <laughs> <we did. laughs> I was like, I knew it.
1: Uh Bono. Um, oh, this is a good one. Antonio Banderas. Ooh, I didn't realize he was that old. Spicy.
0: Yeah. Love it. Val Kilmer. Oh, Val. Yes.
1: Yeah. I kind of met him in real life. Um Sean Penn.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh,
1: we got Valerie Bertinelli. She's like a low just like a like minor thirst of mine my mom watches their like food programs all the time okay oh um he should really not be in like any realm of thirst discussion but prince andrew duke of york no (laughs) (laughs) we have some more douchebags on here so just wait uh we got chris hansen who's not a douchebag um love him he's great uh we got dr oz oh
0: our boy uh
1: James Spader he's awesome okay he's cool Allison Janney
0: okay also good
1: uh David Duchovny are you a David fan
0: you know I think it's rude not to be honestly um (laughs) yeah I, I I'm on that train sure
1: uh Jason Alexander George from Seinfeld
0: oh I love him he's
1: great we had like all our friends I wonder if we're gonna get all our like Seinfeld people up
0: are they next on the agenda yeah I'm wondering yeah <laughs> uh,
1: then the last couple we well, no because
0: Hugh- we did have um Julia Louis-Dreyfus recently yeah right? so we're, we did. we're doing it we're on track
1: <laughs> then the last couple we got Hugo Weaving and Sam Raimi
0: okay okay great solid list yep
1: solid list I'd say Antonio Banderas is probably my top he's he's bomb
0: yeah and Hugh Grant um for coming up twice (laughs) um awesome well my thirst corner for this week is just the tv show what we do in the shadows just in general as a thirst i love it so much um you have been telling me to watch it for a while me and andrew finally got into it we're on season two right now i'm gonna say it right now there's already not enough episodes and i'm not even done with all the episodes yet and i already want more it's not fair um at least you came
1: into a good time because they're releasing new episodes week by week now
0: yeah so the new season is airing currently which is very exciting for me um but wow 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 like what a funny show I I love it so much um and I wouldn't say that I have any thirst in like the traditional sense on this show I just love them all like I'm obsessed with all the vampires and all the characters I think they're amazing so yeah they have
1: great yeah. chemistry overall I think I do have like probably like a thirst for Nadia, just because of course I do. like
0: amazing yeah she's so funny I love her um but yeah definitely a little bit of a thirst there but I love them all um did you I, love she... Nan- I love Nandor Nandor is
1: great Nandor
0: he's... like I just want to like give him a hug like <laughs> I love
1: him he's really cute he's so did cute you know, oh.
0: did she
1: she sounds the same like Way like she's not faking that accent at all in real life
0: I which did, is weird I did look up that she's like some where is she from like I looked up where she's from and it was somewhere random like
1: I bet because like I felt like she was just like faking the accent then I was like oh no like that's just like how she talks what the hell
0: yeah yeah,
1: oh yeah I'm looking it up right now Natasia Dermot so yeah she's from somewhere she was born in London and she has a greek father i guess is like maybe where it is but yeah she's like foreign in london i thought it'd so be like a lot a more british random.
0: greek accent or something yeah. I guess. i don't know yeah
1: because <laughs> like literally no one else on earth like sounds like her like i swear yeah. like no i
0: love her accent it's great um but the everyone in that show is amazing um guillermo is hilarious i love him so much <laughs> i love the
1: constant names of the show like no one ever gets guillermo right they're like gizmo i gizmo. love what they call Get him over gizmo
0: and then colin robinson
1: (laughs) he's so great at first like when you start because i like rewatched the series um because kelsey wanted to watch it yeah when you first watch it like you're so like put off you're like why is he here he like makes no sense no he's not you watch you're just like he's great i love him so so much
0: so good i love their little like um like roommate meetings when they have when they're reading like the minutes and like Nandor's taking it really seriously. <laughs> <It's> so cute.
1: <laughs> now like the first season where they have like the who's the guy's like the count or the who's the like weird guy that's staying with them?
0: Yeah, the, like, the head
1: vampire guy. Yes,
0: yes, when he comes to But visit. he has like the
1: assistant lady who's just like really
0: creepy and never Oh my god, talks. yeah, and she just shows up everywhere and they're like, Oh my god, she's right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. And then her, um, jeff her lover jeff who's been oh. reincarnated gregor aka uh, jeff
1: <laughs> gregor like she starts calling him like gregor jeff
0: like. gregor jeff but she can't even like say jeff she's like jess <laughs> she calls him jess it's so good <laughs> like truly the best show so thank you for telling me to watch it i am Night. i am fully obsessed <laughs> it's
1: wonderful where are you in the series
0: we're on season two episode
1: four Oh, nice. You are getting close. There is a Star Wars character who pops up that you oh will be God. very excited
0: about. I can't soon. wait. Well, we just got to the, we just watched the part where Guillermo accidentally stumbles into a vampire hunting club. <laughs> 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 I love that he has Van Helsing DNA. He, I like, yeah. can't hide it. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's so good. Oh, uh, yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant show.
1: Yeah. So I also wanted to talk about, uh, I don't know if it's like exact thirst, but, uh beanie feldstein Uh, she was in what we do in the shadows also she's on uh, american crime story impeachment did you get to the first episode? i have not watched
0: the first episode yet so don't tell me um but i love her so much yeah i'm absolutely amazed that she's in what we do in the shadows because you did not tell me and then she showed up and i was like oh my god yes
1: (laughs) so the real one i want to also like highlight just because like she was also an um, ongoing joke in Bojack Horseman, but uh, Margot Martindale, is also, Margo Martindale an, yes. is also an American crime story. And like every time I see her, I think of Bojack, but like oh she's God. great. Like I, I love a Bojack Esteemed just character
0: like, actor, Margot yeah, Martindale. <laughs> she's great. She's great. I know. Every time I see her in something now, all I can think about is Bojack. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> Yes. Oh, What's so funny my... is
1: like Bojack's not wrong, but then also it's just like yeah, like you laugh, not, but then also like, you're like no, she's she great. Is like, an esteemed
0: character actor. Yeah. Like she really is. <laughs> oh my god, um, awesome. Well, any random chatter?
1: No, that was pretty much it. Um.
0: All right, awesome.
1: I'm slowly getting through American Horror Story. I'm on episode two currently. So.
0: Okay, I'm on episode. I think I, I haven't watched this week's yet, but I'm I'm getting there. Um, it's good I like this season though I'm very happy with it so far
1: yeah I can usually tell like by the first episode like if I'm gonna dislike it or not and so far I'm just like all right this is pretty good I like that they're where i have problems with american uh, horror stories sometimes is like when they do like way too much and you're yeah just, they like, try to do
0: too much Stop. this one's very streamlined like this is a very yeah. clear one story and then i am feeling good about it i'm like oh yeah it's just, just like just stay on track and a family just, like, just do great. it it's yeah. straightforward here we go yeah um no you're right they they sometimes try to do everything in the world and this this is good Awesome. All right. Well, I guess we will see you all next week then on that note. Peace and blessings, blessings, y'all.